scratch your morning sports itch. This is Cap and Jay Hood, our new morning show on ESPN 1000 and the new ESPN Chicago app. So my buddy Gary Bennett texted me, said, hey, it was Buck Showalter that walked Barry Bowers with bases loaded. Joe Madden walked Josh Hamilton when he was hitting like 70 billion home runs with the bases loaded. So it's happened twice. I don't remember any others. Okay. So, but it worked. Oh, yeah. Well, of course. Now, you just don't want to get uh, bludgeoned, bases loaded, and a guy that can hurt you with a grand slam. Sure. You're playing the odds there. So over the weekend, actually it broke yesterday morning, but Bob Baffert found out a couple days ago that Medina Spirit, who won the Kentucky Derby, his drug test was failed because he had taken a particular drug that is allowed. You can use it. It's beta-methazone. It's an anti-inflammatory drug. It revealed 21 picograms of beta-methazone. Danny had an analogy that they had used, I think, on SportsCenter. Bob Baffert was on SportsCenter yesterday with Kenny Maine, and he said it's basically... 21 single grain of grains of salt and an entire swimming pool full of salt. Okay, so it, the deal is that you can take this. It's a corticosteroid, meaning it's a man-made steroid that resembles cortisol, a natural hormone produced by the adrenal gland. However, you have to have it out of your system 14 days prior to the derby. A mandatory post-race urine test revealed that he had some steroid inflammatory medication used to decrease pain. Uh, they will do a second sample, which they, have, they, were, they took at the same time. It's not like they've waited almost two weeks. And they will test that. If that one is also determined to be positive, he will be stripped of the Kentucky Derby. So is that... I know it's bad look for Baffert and, and all of that. And the sport. And the sport. And the sport. No question. Is horse racing, in your opinion, and I know you're a novice, you're not out at the track all the time. That was my dad. For, Bob Hood loved the track. Sportsman. Yeah. He loved it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, is it the dirtiest of all the sports? No, it's boxing. But horse racing's in the team photo. You see... We always exalt, for especially these majors, like in the Preakness is right around the corner, we always exalt Bob Baffert because he is the Bill Belichick of the sport in a lot of ways. It's funny that he and Belichick are very good friends. 29 times you had this situation where a horse has been t- has tested positive. Mm-hmm. Well, why is he still in the sport, Cap? Outside of the money that he brings, because of the prestige that he brings, when you see that white hair walking through the track, you say, like, oh, that's Bob Baffert, because he's so, he's so unique in that regard, right? right? So if you have 29 horses that's tested positive, then why is he still around the sport? There's an issue there. He came, I saw him at the paddock, and he was just, by the way, just so impromptu, right? Where's the, the backdrop? Like other press conferences, he's hanging around the barn. That was at his facility. Well, no, yeah. no step and repeat, nothing behind nothing. him. Very strange. Nonetheless, I, I think that when you've, been, when you've had all these horses that have had this issue, why is he allowed to still be in the sport? Because if this is any other sport, he wouldn't be around. So 
he said it is nothing that any of us on our team did. Uh, he said there's going to be an investigation. There are some people in the industry who believe they want to tear him down so it wouldn't shock them because it's illegal. Let me just be clear. It is legal to be used. It just has to be stopped 14 days prior to the Kentucky Derby. He said we, not, we didn't even administer that drug to this horse. So could someone have taken a little syringe and gone, take that? Yeah, I guess that's possible. You would think at the Derby, they've got cameras everywhere, right? Yes. But maybe it happened before he got shipped over to Churchill. Maybe he was training somewhere else. Well, that's your responsibility as a trainer, isn't it, pal? Isn't that his responsibility? I would think. Well, I don't know why he's allowed to still be around the sport then, because I can understand if it's one time. 29 times? four to- Is it four times this year? Uh, How many times has he has he had something where there was a controversy? I think it was at least a Well, I know he had times. one of the breeders a year ago. Gamine was another horse of his and tested for too high a level of this legal steroid that you use. I just, One of the talking points that is kind of uh, set aside is what you and I talked about going into the into this in that you heard Baffert said, I can't believe this little horse. I can't believe this little horse won. I mean, look at him. Just a little, I mean, I had no idea this. Apparently you did. Unless he's just completely incredulous. It's like, I didn't think that horse was going to win. He won. How did he do that? Well, I think we know how he did it. See, the, the, the buck stops with him because he's at the top of this thing. And so, and so but when you get caught, now, I don't want, I don't want Baffert around the prick this. I don't want him around for the rest of the year. I don't want any of his horses around for these big events. Why should he? Why should he be allowed to be able to have his horses around? If we talk about this in baseball terms, we talk about this in boxing terms, why is he allowed to still be around? Why? Yeah, I I can't answer that. I would, I'll tell you why he's allowed to be around. He's the best thing going for horse racing. He is the only person of prominence in the entire sport of horse racing that people know his name. That's great, but I mean, if he's still around and his horses always win, I can't get any money off of that. I understand what he's, you're saying, but like, l- let's be honest. Horse racing is popular for an older demographic, right? I don't know how many young people are paying attention to horse racing, cow. but one thing I know for certain: if you said name one person in the sport of horse racing, I would bet you out of a hundred people, ninety percent would be able to say Bob Baffert, and that's it. I, but that controversy is not good for the sport because if his horses are always winning, I can't get any money from that. The odds are always too good, right? Was, I, it, this horse was 12 to freaking 1. You know, but the value is better when it's 25 to 1, 35 to 1. Mandaloon, who ran second, was 26 to 1. I'd want my money. And if you're a good, if you're a good uh, sports betting app, you might want to consider that for your people. I'm just saying, like, you still got the ticket. But like, well, you might want to consider that. You got cheated. You got cheated at the Kentucky Derby. I think, I think Baffert's taking too much heat. Why is nobody blaming the horse? He's the athlete in this case. Do you think Baffert goes to the stable and goes, I feed you well, we put you in all these luxury, beautiful accommodations, and you, you and your friends had to go out and do that to me? Well, you know, as Nancy Reagan once said, just say nay. <laughs> just say nay. <laughs> uh, but uh, the- You guys want to hear something funny? I was saving this for shot or no shot. You're joking about Bob Baffert talking to the horse, right? Mm-hmm. So yesterday, Bob Baffert was on SportsCenter with Kenny Mayne. Here's what he had to say about why he feels bad this went down for the horse. This has been horrible uh, for the horse. He's just a 
he's, he ran his heart out, and I just hate seeing this for him to, to go through this, and it's just tough. The horse is going through this. He hates the to horse. See the horse go through this. Have, have you talked to the horse about that? I was going to ask you in shot or no shot. Shot or no shot. The horse knows what's going on, dude. I just, <laughs> I just feel bad. You know what I'm saying? Like it felt good in my in my legs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I just felt like if I just take a little something extra and just kind of wiggle it around, keep it in my system, I can win this race. Because they didn't really think I could win, and so I won. So I feel good about it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tommy, ultimately, that's what it was, right? How are you not outraged by this? I mean, I w- this is your sport. It is. For the, for the old-timers, this is your sport. You say old-timers, my kids, well, again, well, they're my your kids. kids. Yeah. Nick texted us on vacation. Who should I bet in the derby? Sure. Play Medina Spirit. Well, that's and he did. He's a sports gambler and it's your kids. Of course they're into it. Right. But I mean, I'm just t- like, you should be outraged by this. But see, if what just because he's around, it's almost like the ta- Don King effect, right? Mm-hmm. Like Don King is bad for boxing, but he was always still around, right? People are still betting on the fights, even though, you know, King was corrupt. And he still had the biggest fighters with him. Yes. Same thing here with Baffert in that same way. Okay. See, that, that makes – but here's the thing. He's around, Cap. Great. But, again, his horses are always the favorites. So I'm not winning a ton of money. All right, so you said boxing's the dirtiest sport? For, for sure. I think it's either the Tour de France because I think every one of them is hopped up on joy juice and doing all of that. I absolutely think it's the Tour de France. What about baseball? What about baseball? What about it? We had a whole freaking era of steroids. We've got one of our great sluggers of all time in this city, Sammy Corkbat. Rizzo all last week said to us, yeah, I mean, these pitchers are amazing, but you're telling me that would I be shocked if they're using sticky stuff to get more spin? No. We steal signs. We have a freaking world champion that stole signs and had a whole banging on a garbage can thing off of videos. Correct. So I, I don't think horse racing is the dirtiest sport. I don't know enough about it, Hoodie. Uh, maybe you can answer this for me, or maybe it's a cap question because he is the horse guy. Is this going to hurt Medina Spirit's chances to win to make it to the Hall of Fame? <laughs> All right, three one two three three two three seven seven six. What is the dirtiest sport out there? You guys are. <laughs> cap, J Hood. Our new morning show. Follow on Instagram at Cap J Hood. This is ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. So, do you think horse racing's the dirtiest sport? Hoodie says it's boxing. I think it's probably Tour de France. Track and field, Victor Medina and a whole bunch of others on Twitter are saying track and field, hands down. Uh, guy who has an interesting Twitter handle, Cap Shower Voice, said if the Ricketts by Churchill Downs, will they ever allow Medina Spirit to come inside again? Is it your uh, shower wow. voice the same as your normal voice? No shot. Oh, no, it's creepy. It's like a whisper. It's like, hey, Jonathan, oh. Cap here in the shower today. 
Oh, is it? No, it was when I did the video about Khalil Mack getting traded to the Bears. I was in the shower going out of my mind. And it was a creepy voice. It was like a creepy, like kind of like whispery kind of... Creepy, he says. It was creepy. So the question still stands. Does your voice in the shower sound like it does now? Ryan Pace, you keep doing what you do, buddy. All you haters and naysayers, that. Uh, Tell me that wasn't creepy. Well, I guess that answers my question. Ultra creepy. <laughs> Ultra creepy. Well, I mean, I asked you. I, you had your opportunity. You Where's gave... the part where I'm screaming like, take that? Yeah. It's in there. Good morning. Oh, well, yeah, that's great. A little shiny action. That's good. <laughs> who, who says good morning. Guess who woke up a bear this morning? Who says to themselves, I'm going to take an Instagram or Twitter video in the shower? Me. Can't wait till I get out. Can't do it before I get in. Got to do it Danny, in the shower. I was getting into the shower and my phone buzzed that I had an alert. Adam Schefter, Bears training for Khalil Mack. I'm not waiting. So you're in the shower, in the shower. checking your phone? No, no, no. Yes. I set this phone next to the shower, like outside on a little ledge. But it's right there. And as I'm stepping into the water, it buzzes. And I just, I have to check. I look and it's Adam Schefter, 7.30 in the morning, Saturday. Chicago Bears are acquiring Khalil Mack from the Oakland Raiders. And I'm like, good morning. Guess who woke up a bear this morning? So you couldn't turn the shower off, put your clothes back on? No, I was already half wet. And you'll hear, I get fired up. Of course, he only cuts it off at the creepy parts. Yeah. That's the only ones that Chris put in the system, I think. Ryan Page, you doing what you do, buddy. All you haters and naysayers, that. It's really the only parts you need. <laughs> well, I'm skeeved out on that. That's awful. That's awful. Why don't you do, why don't you do your, your, your recaps like that? You know, the nighttime shower. Why don't you do that? I might. Yeah, why don't you just do that? Go back to the shower. That's good. Because that's good for business. You in the shower sounding like that. That's good for business. Got 230,000 views. It was. That's great if you're 18. Anyway, uh, (laughs) dirtiest sport. We were talking dirtiest sport. You said boxing. Why? Uh, Because you don't know uh, whether or not the fight that you're watching is real or not. It is real when you watch it, but the judges might see something completely different. You've seen these fights before. Mm-hmm. Ask Bruce. I'm sure he's had a bet or two on a few fights. It's like there's no question that this boxer's going to win, and all of a sudden, well, wait a second. What happened? Dirty judges. Dirty, dirty promoters. I thought you meant like putting like something in the thumb of the glove. That used to go on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sure. I, so that's why, and even today, Cap, it's still dirty. You say, wait, I know I saw this one fighter dominate the other fighter. For Wait, how does the other fighter win? That's why it's dirty. After Lance Armstrong beat like 16 different kinds of cancer that had spread to his brain, and now he wins, what, seven more or six more Tour de France? Mm-hmm. And then they find out that they take like all his blood out of his body, put more oxygen in, whatever the EPO, I think it's called. I'm like, okay, I can't trust any. If Lance Armstrong is freaking dirty, then I can't trust anything. It's a good thing I don't watch. Yeah, I had a uh, joke from 10 years ago. Do you know how I know in cycling that you're dirty? Uh, how's that, You joke? won. You won the Tour de France. 
That's how I know that you're doing something bad. Right. Doping. It's like every year the, well, the winner was dirty. It wasn't even the winner. There was a time where, like, the top seven or eight finishers were all dirty. Yeah. So it was like you can't compete in that sport if you're not. It's a good thing I don't watch it to even know whether or not they're dirty or not. I just see it, see the, the, the final on ESPN.com. Here's who won. All right. Let's get to things that are important. Right. Like football. Right. <laughs> like baseball and basketball. Yeah, a guy I do basketball games with, he was calling the Tour de France. Yeah. Like, he went to France, and he's there in the mountain doing it. And then what else did Mitch Holtis tell you? It was not Mitch Holtis. Okay. It was Steve Schlanger. And I said... I bet it was. Is that fun to call? There's Steve Schlanger right there. He loved it. Yeah, I mean, so boring. And what do you say as a play-by-play guy to cycling? Look at him pounding away on that bike. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Pounding away. Our guy Jesse Rogers on the weekend in Chicago baseball in exactly two minutes. Ryan Pace, keep doing what you do, buddy. All you haters and naysayers, keep that. Tap at J-Hood Mornings on ESPN 1000. Chicago's home for sports. Scratch your morning sports itch. This is Cap and Jay Hood. Our new morning show. On ESPN 1000 and the new ESPN Chicago app. And here I go again on my own. Going down the only road I've ever known. Like a drifter I was born to walk along. at me now i know why we're playing that yep the white snake tawny katan wait wait was it the white snake or white snake white snake okay you said the white snake it's like the twitter no i meant the what no no i'm clarifying because they're a little out of i'm a little bit younger than you guys it's, so it's white snake okay yeah. So, so Tony Katayan has passed away. Or Katane. But either way, Is we're it, good. It's not Katayan? No. It's not? Doesn't matter. She's gone. She died at the age of 59. She was in that phenomenal movie, Bachelor Party. Did you ever see that movie, Danny? Did I ever see that movie? Boy, oh boy, have I seen that movie. That movie was very, very ever, entertaining. Have the, I think the more appropriate question is, have you ever paused that movie? Yes. Get out of there, Carm. <laughs> Remember when pausing was the thing? Pausing VCRs? What movie? Bachelor Party. Oh, I see. And you know who the star of Bachelor Party was besides Tawny Katane? JD. Her boyfriend in the movie was Tom Hanks before he was Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she died at the age of 59. I did not hear a cause of death. They have not released that yet. She was awesome, and then she ran afoul of the law when she started to beat up her husband, then Angels pitcher Chuck Finley, with her high-heeled shoe. I love the whitewashing of that term. She ran afoul of the law. Boy, if her name was Tanya, man, she was ratchet. Boy, she was awful. She ran afoul of the law. Suburban term. There you go. Yeah. What do they call it in the city? Beat the crap out of her Bust husband. It. Yeah. yeah. Bust it. Yeah. That's right. Right. I love that. With Nook Nook and whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Junior and them. Yeah. 
So, so this is a movie with Tom Hanks in yep. it. Adrian Zmed. Yeah, Adrian Zmed was good in the movie, too. He was too. in that? Oh, yeah. Was, okay, I got you. Never saw it. Really good. Yeah, never saw it. There well, was only one reason to watch that movie, and it was because of her. Like, if you're my age, Beller's age, Carm's age, Tawny Katane, oh, my God, she was a pinup girl. She was... Now, again, restaurant quality. I'm a little younger, just out of my reach, hoodie. And, and I don't know if she appealed to you personally. No. You know, I, honestly, I was more of a, I was more into Chuck Finley at the time. <laughs> <laughs> more accessible. And I was like 13, so Chuck Finley meant a lot to me at that point. Yeah, I, I can understand. The, you mentioned the, 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 the sound, was it, who was it, the sound guy who at Comiskey Park was fired, correct? Because when Chuck Finley was pitching. That's correct. During that incident, when Tony Catan was being charged with domestic abuse, he chose to play. The White Snake video with Chuck Finley. That, was, the song as he was warming up, right? Right. He was warming up and there's the White Snake song. And the White Sox said, you're fired. <laughs> the Angels were not happy. Chuck Finley was really ticked. Don't play this song. You're fired. Give me, give me a little, a few bars, Nancy. <laughs> Why don't we just have the organ? I don't understand. Da 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 da. That's more like it. Da 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 da. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Cubs win. How'd the Cubs? How'd the Cubs do today? Da 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 da. That's what he likes. He didn't like the idea that that song was playing. He just wanted the organ. Right. So all you want it. That's it. Just so, Nancy. So now she's passed away. Any comments from Finley on this? Any any comments, any thoughts from Chuck Finley? Any quotes, Danny? What do we have from Chuck? At this point, he's just mourning her loss silently. Okay. Well, again, no no comments there. How about uh, Mark Langston? Is he waiting? <laughs> I don't think other lefties have, sp- have spoken out I'm on I'm telling this. you. Lefty, angels lefties. Right in my wheelhouse at that age. <laughs> Didn't know who she was. I'm just crawling to the NFL schedule release. That's what we're doing here, pretty much. Wednesday! Just wait, wait. Just waiting for the schedule release, Danny. It might not be in your wheelhouse, but this is a fair question. Tawny Katane or Bobby Brown from the Warrant videos? I know JR has an opinion on this one. But they were both the 80s pinup girls from those, those hair bands. Whoa. Yeah, I'm thinking Bobby Brown. Yeah, I got to go Bobby Brown. But Tawny Katane was awesome, too. Yeah. Absolutely, hundred percent, Jeff. Where would you where would you weigh in on that with a Bob Brown? Hmm. Interesting. Every last, was, you know, it would be my prerogative just, to be with Bobby Brown in that spot. I was going to say, I always thought, well, you know, when I when you say Bobby Brown, I think Whitney Houston automatically. Yes, <laughs> she's quite the tenoroni back then. That's for sure. Those are Bobby Brown songs. Yeah, I yep. figured. Yeah, I figured. Yeah, I'm just kind of following your lead there. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. We'll cross talk with Carmen and Yurko in exactly take that two minutes. Take that. Take that.